0: So you were the one that killed the scarred one. Shit, yes. I'm in the last. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Release highlights. No major releases. <laughs> Entering spring doldrums.
1: Hmm, look at uh, core and put things online. What? Look at your
0: core and put it online. And, oh my god, people actually want to hear this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, hello everybody and welcome back to the Retro Rants Retro Gaming Podcast. It is episode number 73 and I am out. I'm Nick oh man it's been a good two weeks uh i think though as you appropriately noted in our agenda i think we have officially hit the spring doldrums of
1: gaming. yes indeedy <laughs> but... break out your backlog because we're not getting anything
0: new <laughs> no not for a little while but i will say we have gotten some little hits out of nowhere that uh i've i've really been enjoying um But yeah, I'd rather start with you. What have you been playing? What have you been up to?
1: So still playing through breath edge, I think I, I said I was yeah you know, I had kind of started that last week and still making my way through it's still hilarious, like it's just you know it doesn't take itself seriously, pokes fun at everything yeah, uh absolutely hilarious uh, so still having a blast with that uh i've I managed to get into the uh closed beta for uh century uh ashes uh, or age of ashes excuse me, which is basically I and mean, we saw this back in on e three of last year, yeah, I remember. Uh, it's basically a dragon flying game that looked like Star Wars Squadrons. While playing it, I'd say that's a pretty close assessment, though, okay. it's it extremely fun. Um, It doesn't look like there's any kind of, like, single-player campaign, so, you know, okay. obviously a little different from, from Squadrons, and basically it looked like, yeah, there's no real campaign or story per se. That does seem to be kind of lore-ish. Now, things. is
0: this just because it's a beta, or this just might be the way it goes, which I'm fine with, like... Uh,
1: well, I'll describe it at least from what I'm getting it from the beta. Like there, there, doesn't seem to be any kind of story set up or anything like that within okay. the beta build, and I don't think uh, that's what they're kind of going for with it. I think it's designed to be strictly multiplayer only. Okay. Um, it's basically a six v six combat uh, scenario. Uh, there's several uh, game modes. So there's uh, uh survival, which is kind of a one life to live elimination round. Uh, you know. You, you you die. That's it. Dope. Uh They got a Gates of Fire, which is kind of a blend of Capture the Flag slash King of the Hill. Basically, like you get a flag, and then you got to race through like these castle you know gates. And and the more you go through, at, yeah, as part of your team, uh, the more points you get. And obviously, oh, that's you're really trying, cool. to, trying to stop the enemy. Uh, Carnage is your standard death match, team death match, essentially. Okay. And then finally, skirmish again, kind of standard, best of three matches, and and you go with that. Um, right now there's three classes, uh, kind of one focused on health, uh, another on, on like really heavy, you know, more like sniper damage. I'd say it's, it's kind <laughs> of hard to describe a little bit and then an, uh, kind of a middle of the road class, um, full customization. I, I thought that like, I, I, you know, I expected some level of customization, but like, this is actually pretty in depth. I mean, everything Ooh. from, you know. The complete look of your dragon from like head, body, tail. Really. And so you know it's and it's more than just like skin color. Like the like some of the stuff I've seen in the beta is like you can have like a you know like a really thorny kind of like uh, like. Uh, uh, can he be warty? Rorty. Rorty. <laughs> <laughs> Tie up the last one. <laughs> um, Do the stars still shine? <laughs> Yeah, but full customization there, like even down to like your saddle and and dragon armor. Uh, I mean, you know, th- you think of it, you know, kind of like you know, in- instead of riding a horse, but you know, yeah, you, know, you have yeah you know, dragon armor. Uh, you have your rider, and then your rider can be customized from like helmet, you know, what what they're wearing on their uh, their torso, and even like kind of the weapon they're handling. You know, you know, some have these long spears. There's these swords and whatnot. Really cool. Oh my stuff. god, this
0: sounds awesome.
1: Yeah, it's, it's like like more in depth than I what was I what I was expecting rather. Um, there's even like a kind of an egg hatchery uh, thing mechanic that goes Ooh. on. So you, you, and you kind of have these various levels of eggs. So that you know, I, I think with av- actually everything, every item, there's kind of like these you know common, epic, and legendary style. Uh, you know, skins to everything, so you That's can kind cool. of like, you know, if you happen to, you know, roll the dice correctly, then it's like, okay, you'll you'll have a pretty badass looking, you know, dragon and rider essentially. Nice. Um, rounds aren't too long. Uh, it's very easy to pick up. It's definitely a game you you have to play with a controller. I tried playing okay. with a mouse, but it was it was a lot of me like like going. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> Doing that number to try and like, you know, you you know, maybe I was playing it slightly wrong, but it was definitely like I switched the controllers like, oh, this is much easier. <laughs> uh, um because it's a lot of like basically like, you know, uh Follow the cursor type of deal, you know. So, you, you know, you, you kind of think of like the classic arcade flyer, you know. Yeah, style. I got you. I got you. Um, so yeah, it's basically like you aim your cursor in an angle, and that's where your dragon's going to go. You go in the center, it flies straight type of thing. Um, but you got like you know, a lot of power ups. Um, so like the healer one is kind of an interesting one so when you when you start off the match you choose uh like your your base power ability and you have like two abilities at at your at the ready one's kind of a a missile locking one that everyone has Mm -hmm. and then the second one is your your class specific uh ability and so like the healer can choose either between like a, a a team heal so they can set out like a healing burst and it'll heal anyone you know anyone on their teammate, and it'll actually boost you towards them. So it's actually kind of a nice little escape route too. Oh, I like that. The other is like you can pop this like poison smoke, and anyone like closely trailing you will you know get get a face full of this poison smoke and start taking damage as a result. Oh, so that's you, cool. you get someone off your off your tail essentially. So it's a dragon fart. Yeah, basically, yeah. Well, dragon fart slash, you know, you know, it's basically fart grenade because <laughs> because you you see your rider like pop it off, and so they'll hold it up like you know they're they're holding like a torch or something. Oh, I see, very and it, cool. And it's going off like a flare, so it's you know really cool visuals. Uh, the maps are fantastic, like these like vast like huge. Uh, yeah, that was gonna be my next ruins. question,
0: like. A game like this with six dragons would warrant a pretty big play area. Does it suffice?
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, absolutely! Like you start off with, with like if you if it's your first time playing, you're kind of set into a three v three. So kind of baby step into a little bit, and yeah. the, ra- the match area is a little smaller. So you kind of have like these. There's no castles. It's kind of like these these crag spires that you can okay. kind of fly around. Yeah, no, no, cool. But once you get into the 6v6, at least within the beta, <laughs> it, it seems to be only one map. Uh, but again, this is because probably because it's the beta. They're it's the really, beta, yeah. They're, they're not I... showing off a lot. Yeah. But it's, de- yeah, like these cool, crazy ruins. So, like, there's this upper level. That's all this, like, castle area. And then they, there's, you know, the other half is kind of like this frozen lake bed with oh. these spires. And then, but there's an under... uh you know under crop i guess you could say of underneath the castle itself so like like i said there's a top layer but if you go down there's just like these caves you can kind of wind yourself through and like you know lose your, use your you know, lose a target that way Oh. just like you know twisting and turning in these caves and oh my god can, that sounds know, amazing you pop back out into like the lake or you can uh there's like portions within the castle where you can kind of like you know shoot straight up and then and yeah. you know back up the top of the map so a lot of versatility. Uh, again, it does. It does feel. Uh, I say in the sense of you know, kind of like squadrons, but not like squadrons. Is obviously definitely more like you needed a, a, a hotas or, yeah. at the very least a joystick. This is very much like you could easily play with a controller. Like I didn't oh, try hook- my my hotas to see if I could even do that. But you can't really, you don't really stop. So, uh, th- I guess that's another thing. Like, you're constantly on the move. There's no like landing and just, or hovering or anything like that. There's like, you can go slow or... Oh, I you... kind of like that, though. Like, that's yeah.
0: a constant pace. That's pretty, yeah, pretty cool. Like,
1: yeah, exactly. So, really the, you know, you don't have to worry about your quote-unquote throttle so to speak. There are some like, you know, like, like boosters said, or one, stuff you know, like that yeah like the booster like the one ability that allows you to kind of boost towards your your friendlies when you, you know, when you fire it off so there's things like that where you can and if you you can dive on your enemies so you end up going a little faster oh, when you're doing that oh my god that sounds um, so cool but for the most part, you know, it's you basically concentrate on flying and more or less like there's kind of like these long range, you know, you can chuck these, you know, or I say you chuck your your dragon shoots like fireballs. They're more like missiles, yeah, so I they're fire. kind of longer range. They kind of lock on. But then when you get close, then they do their fire breath and you're just like, Whoosh! It's like barbecue something. And it's like, it is so satisfying. I am so glad we started this early tonight. <laughs> and, and uh, more or less everything else is what we would expect from kind of, a, I, I think it's a uh, uh, game as a service is kind of what they're going for. So you have like your daily, monthly, weekly style missions for various items um, they do have a microtransaction store, so it's like you buy gems and then gems will, you know, buy you like boosters or, you know, you know, the cool, uh, you know, cosmetic of the week or or what have you. So, you know, kind of the, the usual trappings, but it seems like you can also buy most of the stuff in game currency. Obviously, mm-hmm. it'll just take a lot more game time and play to accumulate versus, you know, buying it outright with, you know, real money slash the token money. I'm, uh,
0: man, this sounds great. I'm going yeah. to, I got into the beta as well. I just, I, I haven't gotten myself around to play it, but I think maybe that's what I'll do tonight.
1: Yeah, I think um, uh, it, the beta ends, I think, on the 23rd. So I don't know, depending okay. on when this comes out, you know, if, you, if you've if you happened to sign up for the beta, like, I, you know, I signed up for this back when, back in uh, summer of 20, you know, when they announced it, it's like, oh, sign yeah. up on Steam. I'm like, sign me up. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I, I signed up. And it was just one of those, oh, you're in the, the,
0: uh, uh jesus christ you're yeah, in the the, beta. the century beta yeah. oh sweet um nice do they have a release date
1: or uh i think they do let me i, I believe it was this summer okay oh that'll be a nice little summer surprise huh let's see uh no sorry uh April, <laughs> April 21. So, so it, they're
0: okay. So, they're pretty much they're, yeah. they're just stress testing right yeah, now.
1: Yeah, that's that's basically what this is. And it and it felt pretty solid. I didn't really feel like I encountered too many problems. I think there maybe been a few connection issues where you know the u- usual multiplayer the usual problems shit. of like you know, you know, occasionally you'd find a player just like jumping around like crazy. It's like, oh boy, hopefully, it's not like a, either a cheater or just it's a case yeah. of connection, hopefully. Um, That's awesome,
0: though, man. Like I, I was reading yeah. your notes, like you know, daily, monthly, weekly missions uh, for items and dragon eggs. Like, have you have you gotten into the dragon egg thing? Or... Yeah, so
1: they did debut. You know, you do get to see that in the the beta. Basically, they give you like an egg almost right away. Uh, And basically with that, like, you know, I I think the lower level eggs, which is kind of what you get is, uh, you know, a few hours and, you know, it kind of incubates, you know, with you playing the game. So you can either divert your level experience into, you know, your your rider, essentially, or you can divert that XP into your egg, your egg. And obviously Ooh. once your egg reaches maturity, then it's you know, it spawns and you suddenly have a new dragon. That's how you get kinda of get the new dragon skins, so to speak. Oh, that's so cool. Um, yeah, and and from what I can tell, all the dragon skins don't really seem to do any bonuses or anything like that. So it's not like a case of this like is, oh, looks cool. Yeah, you know, it's like oh, this guy spent you know fifteen dollars on the legendary you know dragon, and suddenly he has like a million fireballs or whatever. It's like so they're doing you know, it right. Yeah, they, like every uh, gameplay wise, like it's all balanced. It doesn't seem to be you know pay to win. It's basically just pay to look cool slash nice. you know, pay to you know XP boost essentially, which so,
0: it's acceptable. That's totally acceptable. So, what do you think? You think this might be the next big
1: multiplayer? Uh... So, my, it, I'd say it's definitely it's gonna be worth a pickup. Like, I, I think I'm gonna definitely enjoy it. It's gonna, definitely gonna be one of those like, oh, like you know, you know, we joined up on, a, you know, much like we did like squadrons is like, yeah, let's, yeah, let's do go like a Friday riding. or something. It's not a game I could see you playing for a long period of time. It's just like, oh, okay, jump in, do a couple rounds, and you're okay. done. Okay. Yeah, there's no. It doesn't look again. Doesn't look like there's any story or anything like that to, to kind of garner your attention. Uh, for the more competitive players, there does look to be a ranked uh, match mode. Again, not in not in the beta right now, but they do okay. have a, a block for it. So it does look like they're they're setting up for like <laughs> kind of the more competitive side of things, which which is smart. Nice. So oh, how did yeah. you do? How did you do when you were playing? Oh, on, on my what? How did you do?
0: You know when you were playing, you kill. Oh, oh,
1: oh, yeah! Like, like, like for me, like I, I, got into it real quickly. Kind of the usual, like you know, standard flight tactics. If you, you know, kind of adhere to those. Like for me, it was like, okay, I flew up as high as I could, and then yeah, you can just kind of look down and see the riders beneath you, and it's like ah, there's a target. And then you just like swoop in on them and just like, and then just like you know, get your altitude again, and you know, rinse, repeat. So yeah, uh, I, it was very, like I said, it was very easy to pick up like how to play. Mm-hmm. I can definitely see it as, like, you know... You know and, and there were some other very, very good players that I was going against, so it wasn't, like, you know, it was a complete walk away, but... Uh... So you were the one that killed the scarred one. She yes. and I were the last.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I had to
0: set that up, I'm sorry. <laughs> I am the last one! <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to give that one a try. Um, I just... I really need to tear myself away from Crusader Kings 3. <laughs> you still playing that? <laughs> Well, how's
1: it going? What are you doing this time?
0: So they just released uh, their first... It's not even a big DLC, but I'd say it's their first DLC. They call it a flavor pack. Mm. Um, I had bought the special edition, so I get, like, season one for free anyway, which is fine. Um, Paradox always generally follows through. But it's, it's called uh, the Northern Lords, and it's a Viking-themed uh, flavor pack. Ah. There's... Like, all new Viking music, uh, if you're playing one of the, the Viking realms, uh, they've added a, a bunch of really cool mechanics, um, where you can, like, challenge rivals to single combat, and, Mm -hmm. uh, that can, that can be very interesting, uh, to the death, you know, I, I haven't seen yet if I could do it for titles. But if I can do it for titles, man, fuck, I'm going to take over Sweden with my guy. <laughs> um but it's cool like you challenge somebody to a fight and then like you get like story choices that are basically like how do you want to fight? And it depends on your prowess really like if your character has a really high martial prowess, I'm just like fuck it, press the advantage. Like I just I charge in <laughs> smashing shields and um and I beat one of my rival lords and basically um, the reason I fought him was because the way the the succession laws, at least in that part of the country, worked. I was next in line for whatever reason. I think one of my relations or whatever, or... I forget how it landed, but basically if this guy died before he had an heir, I would inherit his land. So I was like, let's fight. And um, whooped his ass. And... The cool thing was, like, I had enough money and prestige and other stuff. When it was done, uh, my advisor was like, you should erect a runestone for this victory. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to do that. And I made a runestone basically describing this guy's defeat. Ah. And um, that then intimidated all the nearby lords, and one of whom, you know, if you you know... uh, history at the time is harold fairhair who eventually becomes like king of sweden not in this game um he had about four territories and i was like i think i think i slept with his wife or he slept with mine i forget how it went <laughs> <laughs> I, either way we're not getting along and uh, i challenged him to single combat and he's like nope not gonna do it and now like all his lords are rebelling against him because he's a coward <laughs> he's
1: a coward no
0: dude this fucking game is so good but he knew because like i was looking at his prowess i'm like dude if he steps into the ring with me i'm gonna chop his head off and like he knew it he's like i'll risk rebellion i ain't going to the ring with this guy um <clears throat> but yeah i mean it just it continues to be my favorite game my go-to i have over 205 hours into it now and it came out last September. Um, it's just a unbelievably good game, and I I, can, I continually cannot recommend it enough. But, um, that's kind of what I play on lunch breaks, you know, or when I'm in my office, because it's a PC-only game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wound up grabbing, a couple days ago, once again, thank you, Co-Carnage, you're gonna make me go broke, dude, seriously. <laughs> no, but I, I love watching Ko because he's one of those streamers where he just kind of... He'll stream anything, like anything new, or a developer will give him something. And oh, yeah. like he gives it, a you know, a solid shot, and he's just great. Like, I, I find my taste really aligns with the stuff that he likes. And he picked up Curse of the Dead Gods. And I'm watching him play this, and, like, two things immediately strike me. One... It has very solid Hades mechanics. Ah. Um, Yeah, if you play Hades, like, let's let's put the dice on the table. Hades is a perfect video game. It is one of the best games to come out in the past, easily the past five years. And it's got that roguelike difficulty, but it's one of those, like, it's tough. You're inevitably going to die and die a lot. But as you go through the game, like, you get certain currencies that you then, when you die, can use to upgrade your weapons, upgrade your armor, upgrade your character, Ah, etc. You know, and each run, you know, it is difficult, but it gets a little easier and a little easier. But I would say that Hades definitely rests on the much more difficult end of the spectrum, at least until you put a lot of time into it, where Curse of the Dead Gods is difficult... But not as much. like to me, it's kind of a perfect um, perfect match of difficulty versus my playstyle. But it, you know, Hades will beat it in story. like the story in Hades is great. The voice acting in Hades is great. Uh, Curse of the, of the Dead Gods doesn't really have that. It doesn't have you know, this this giant cast of characters, and it's not supposed to be that. But what it is is what it does, it does really well. And it's like you've got your hub that you spend your currencies on to get your character better. But you're basically going through, you know, what, what seem to be like Aztec-style temples. And you, you start out, you choose which, you know, enemy you want to go after. Basically, which temple you want to go through, and that'll determine the boss. And I'm still on the first tier, so there's three bosses to fight before, you, can, you know, you can ascend to the next tier or whatever. And the first boss, you know, the first temple is tough. You might die the first time or the you know, the second time, but it has some really neat mechanics to it to where uh, the first thing that's a big mechanic in this game is light. And you have your weapon, you have a secondary which could be a shield or a whip or something else. You can get a heavy weapon which is, you know, your other button which is a two-hander um and then you have a torch. And you need the torch to light braziers and or or braziers sorry and torches Mm -hmm. um if you're in the dark the enemies get a buff and you get disadvantages but if you light the torch it evens the ground out a little bit makes it a little easier but either way it's 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 still pretty tough but it's one of those if you understand the enemy patterns and like you can roll out of the way and and parry and stuff and uh, you'll generally do okay but then you gotta watch out for trap tiles and stuff like spikes in the floor and all that stuff. But then each room you go you go through the first room and you'll get to the door, and when you get to the exit door for a room, uh you will automatically take a certain amount of corruption, and I think it's like every hundred corruption, every hundred points of corruption, you get a curse, and the curse will stick with you through your run, and the curses are totally different every time there's so many different ones like there's ones that'll be like um." Gold will only be on the floor for, like, five seconds. And then it
1: disappears. (laughs)
0: But you'll get twice as much gold. Ah, so if you manage to get to it, then you're rich! Exactly. So, like, that's how the curses work. There's a disadvantage, and there's, there's an advantage. And then for each run, you can get up to five curses. And so you have gold that's one currency... And, like, if you get, and then, so, okay, so you get out of the room, you get corruption on the door. Then a map pops up, and you've got, like, one of three paths to take. And then each time you have, like, more choices of a different path to take. Very much like if you played Slay the Spire, you understand that map. It looks very similar. You're going towards the top, towards the champion. And then, like, you pick the room, you'll go through, and then you might have picked up enough gold to upgrade your weapon. And you can do that or you can upgrade uh, your constitution or something. Or there'll be something where if you pay 1,500 gold, you can upgrade like both your constitution and your dexterity. Uh, the chances of you having that much gold, at least until later in the run, are pretty low. So you can just cut your wrist and take 40 corruption <laughs> and get the buff. So like you have that, do I want to risk getting a curse uh, that might make my run even harder? to get this buff that'll make it easier so there's a real tactic to it which i'm I'm yeah, really kind of enjoying
1: give and take you know kind of trade yeah, off. I like, yeah that.
0: like it's fair it's totally fair and um i've i've beaten the first temple pretty handily like i use that now just to stack up currencies because like i i know the boss's patterns inside and out mm-hmm <clears throat> but the uh, the upgrade trees and the stuff you can do is just so numerous. Like, the gameplay loop in this is just as rewarding and fun to me as Hades is. And um, what it doesn't have in story, it really makes up for in gameplay and, and heart and stuff. I'm really enjoying Curse of the Dead Gods. Uh, and like I told you in uh, Discord... Like I was just sitting on the couch last night playing, and I'm just like, nyeh, nyeh, nyeh. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just kind of like, like yeah, the, 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 tumbling you know, like Jones
1: and the temples and all that.
0: Oh, dude, and it totally is like the second temple that I'm I'm playing, and now uh, the next boss is tough, but I, I think I'm gonna get him tonight. I'll I'll probably get him tonight, but the temple is full of traps, so it's like <laughs> I go so I the steps, light. it's like, oh fuck, flaming statues, tumble, shit, spike pit, shit, like tumble, 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 tumble. and. Uh, yeah, it just it really gives me like this Indiana Jones feel, uh, with the temple layouts and stuff. It's just wicked fun, man. And I think it's it might be twenty bucks, twenty five bucks. It's such yeah, a it's, solid
1: uh, box. Yeah, twenty bucks on Steam. Like I'm looking at it like this is looking pretty solid. I've got Dude, I've got to check it out. It's great. Like it is and the best part about
0: it, like I can do that that first temple run, maybe fifteen minutes. That's not like good for
1: playtime. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's not a game you have to. And actually, that's the best part: is it times you? It tells you how fast you did that run. Okay. So like, I can see like a speed run aspect to it too. Um, <clears throat> but it's such a great game that you can just pick up and play on a lunch break, and then you know go do your thing. Um, very solid. I also uh, dipped my foot into Loop Hero, which is probably the worst game to play on a lunch break. <laughs> um. It's a great game. It's an idle game, but it's probably the only idle game I've ever liked. Um, I don't even want to get into it. Like I've got to play it more to to properly describe it. I would just recommend you watch any streamer that has played it or anybody playing it live. It's such a beautiful little game. Uh, just really, really fun to kind of let run in the background, but you got to keep an mm-hmm. eye on it. Or you're gonna die,
1: um, and then you have to like.
0: <laughs> Lay down cards and terrain and stuff. The whole gist is basically like the world just like sucked into a void, and you're the only one that kind of remembers there used to be something there. And you just walk this path that loops around. And as you fight enemies, you get cards that you, you know, you build out of a deck, and then you draw it from your deck basically when you fight shit. And it'll be terrain that you can lay down in the world, and it's you remembering how the world used to look. And then, like, you get currencies and stuff to upgrade your hub and your camp afterwards. It's it's a great little game. It's another little surprise. Like, I found two surprises this week easily, and that was Curse of the Dead Gods and Loop Hero. Uh, but Curse of the Dead Gods has really got, like, if I'm not playing Crusader Kings 3, I'm playing that. And, um, I'm actually, I'm really trying to get my wife to play it, cause she loves games. So she's like, I can just mash the button and kill shit. Like, and I'm like, yeah, you gotta tumble, too. Traps. But, um... <laughs> But it's great. It's a really great game. It's a ton of fun, and um, I I feel I'm afraid like too many people will write it off as oh they're trying to be like Hades and they're they're really not like Hades nails it on story and voice acting and everything like Hades is a masterstroke. But this game is definitely like you could tell it was probably develop- being developed at the same time, and there's yeah, definitely like, similar you know yeah, similar it, ideas.
1: At the very least, it, it seems like the art style of that kind of like dark cell shaded. Art style oh, it's so is, good. is what it's does so it, good. But, but yeah, I, mean, I guess both look isometric, but it does seem to be where the similarity is different. Whereas, like, it, it does feel like um, uh, Hades is more, um, I would like Diablo esque. Because you don't really get, do you get items that much in Hades? You do. You you get gifts from the gods. Like they'll they'll give
0: you gifts that will buff you, or oh, you know, but whatever. but not
1: like not like. Yeah, well, Diablo. No, you have looting. a you have a set of weapons, yeah, and you yeah, yeah, unlock
0: yeah. more, and then you basically upgrade them with where each it look, run.
1: Where yeah, where it looks like uh, the other one is definitely oh, more yeah, like yeah, like loot's dropping left and right, and you're like pick, kind of picking it up that way. And, and like I said, yeah, it's like, like kind of the, with, the with Curse of the Dead Gods, yeah. it's
0: more it's more when you beat a boss, you get a bunch of these jade rings, and you use those to unlock weapons that then have a chance of spawning yeah uh in the beginning of the game in your altars, and then you have to upgrade the altars to up the chance of getting like a rare weapon or you know a badass weapon but then they'll they'll just drop during runs like i I got this lightning barbed whip that I just fucking wreck havoc with it's great uh if it happens to land during a run during a run, but it's great it's easily the best twenty bucks you'll spend on steam right now nice like, there's there's no question no doubt like if you like that kind of game loop where you can just you know do a quick 10 minute run you'll get a couple currencies where you might be able to unlock some upgrades so the next time you play you could do another temple and get a little further and there seems to be a ton a ton of depth to this game that i haven't even touched yet and uh it's 20 bucks it's a great 20 bucks they nailed it nailed it good game Uh, All right, so let's see. We've talked about the stuff we've been playing. I love this. Release highlights. No major releases. (laughs) Entering Spring Doldrums. (laughs) Yeah, it's so funny you mention, like, I have Resident Evil 8 and uh, Resident Evil Village pre-ordered. I have Hood pre-ordered to where it's actually, like, installed. Uh, Like a piece of the game, and it's just sitting on my Xbox. I'm like waiting
1: for Hood. (laughs) Can't wait for Hood. It's like oh, I'm looking. I'm looking forward. Like I kind of want to see more of it. Uh, They've started releasing some behind. Yeah, I see behind the scenes, but. like developer diary style videos of like you know how the game operates and whatnot. So it's like, yeah, it's still it's still got my interest. Yeah, it's like basically it's gonna be April with Century, I think. We will be yeah. kind of you know the game for April for me. And yeah, then, and then yeah, May is
0: Hood. May, May right.
1: May's gonna be loaded. We got Hood, Resident Evil eight dropping same day, uh Subnautica a week later. Uh oh, so Jesus. May's gonna be loaded.
0: It's a hell of a start to the summer, I'll take it.
1: Mm-hmm. Um yeah no that's great um in
0: a in a game documentary front uh danny uh o'dwyer at NoClip and uh, his crew are hard at work on a dishonored documentary ah um and if you've seen their documentaries they're amazing like they they go all behind the scenes interview all the people and and it's just top-notch top quality I've been a patron of Noclip for about four or five months now, maybe even six. And, um, like their Hades documentary is unbelievably good because they started filming it when Hades was first being developed and you can watch the whole thing, like as they went into early access and they're sitting there looking at their steam stats and like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh wow. A lot of people are playing. Oh my God. And, uh, and then you follow it through, like them dealing with COVID and developing a game during COVID, and then up to the final release. Uh, it's just amazing. It's an amazing mm. documentary. Danny and and crew just kill it. So I'm excited to watch the Dishonored one. The Dishonored documentary should be really, really good. Bah, bah, bah. But yeah, so I've got Hood installed. I'm re- or pre-installed. I'm really, really looking forward to that. Um, and I, I think we have. I think we have some good news to share before we get into the news that we have written down, oh, uh, yeah, what about the development this week? with our our good old good old uncle Neil he's an uncle to the show oh, would you yes. say that um yeah for for all of y'all um who I'm sure have now heard both parts of our incredible interview, our magnum opus, <laughs> I would say uh with the great Neil Halford um Neil got in touch with us this week and uh last year he did something called Lockdown Con him and his wife and they're doing it again this year and they invited us to a panel uh, for podcasters and uh I'm I'm just so I- I'm like flattered doesn't even cover it <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I was just like he's like yeah do you be interested in that I'm like like i had all i could do not to be like fuck yeah like shawn of the dead style like <laughs> it, it it's so awesome and um the prospect is so exciting get really getting to do i think anything uh with neil again it it just the the very prospect of that is so exciting to me that would be fantastic yeah i mean god dude like i i'm still thinking about that interview like i listened to it again uh the other day I was just working and I was like, Man, I just it's kind of a shit day and I was just like I just need to like just need a smile and I just threw that interview on and I'm like, man, I could just sit and let that dude tell me stories for hours <laughs> and like it would be amazing. Like oh dude, so yeah, I mean just the the possibility, the the you know, the prospect of joining a panel with, with some other you know, podcasters who I'm sure are incredibly better at production and everything else. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I'm just so flattered that, you know, they thought of us and so excited to to do this for, for Lockdown Con mm-hmm. uh, 2021. It's just cool. Like, <laughs> I was thinking about it the other day, Nick, I'm like, this is going to be a weirdly anticlimactic interview. What got you into podcasting? <laughs> well, you know, Nick and I used to just have lunch and talk about just this shit over lunch. <laughs> and then we moved on to other jobs and we're like, how do we do this again? Hmm, we and, can record uh, and put things online. We what? can record and put it online. And oh my god, people actually want to hear this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, no, it's 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 interesting. It's it's super cool, and I can't wait to see what comes out of that. But uh, <clears throat> on to other news. Uh, whatever. Um, Game Pass, <laughs> dude. Game Pass. Let's just take a minute here. I I got on the Game Pass I think a month after it hit, and this is what two years now I think Game Pass has been around, right? Has it really? Okay.
1: So, yeah, yeah, I think it started. Right. I
0: think it started in 2019, and I remember thinking like, there, there's no way." Nobody's going to sign on to this.
1: Like, well, also then, at the time, like the, the library wasn't that large at the time. And it was just it like- wasn't. It, it, like and, and we may have talked we, we're gonna have to, like dig up an episode maybe and uh, figure like i'm sure we talked about it mm-hmm. and i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna say like probably my words were like you know something along the lines of like yeah it's great concept but there's like you know there's there's nothing here you it's know, just it's not like, enough there yet we, we, yeah we need we need to see more because I, I think i want to say we had the same statement about like stadia and all that it's like they sound like great services but without a library it's kind of useless
0: exactly but i i would i i do remember thinking along the lines of because stadia you're right stadia i think was a concept around the same time and i remember thinking game pass will work if they get the library because the you're game, downloading yeah. the game you're not streaming it like it's downloaded to your console
1: and microsoft and... had had the best shot because they had a decent library under their belt and some you know some high-hitting titles that you know surprisingly have have yet to actually hit like so like the big thing i (laughs) thought that would have kicked it off would have been like a halo game and they're still working on you know with halo legends i guess is the next one well halo
0: infinite is the infinite
1: that's what it is okay yeah yeah Um, but
0: you know it hasn't come out yet (laughs) it hasn't come out yet and god knows when it will well, hopefully that, it won't that be the next been... crackdown three where you're like, yeah, this oh, would have no, been right? a fucking hit four years ago. <laughs>
1: four years ago, yeah. So um. but yeah, that's the thing, like there there wasn't really any kind of like flagship game. Uh, I like there's there's been a few, you know, not to say like the games on there haven't been decent that you know came originally came out with it, like Sea of Thieves launched with it, but you know, admittedly, like Sea of Thieves had a very slow start. It's it's it gotten did. to a, it's gotten to a decent point now, but it's it's not like a mega hit, not not on the level of, like Halo or anything like that. No, you know, I... There's been no, like, again, and you kind of look at the console launches that, or at least I I should say console launches in the past, because I I even, I feel like today's console launches, you know, maybe, maybe there's one or two. I can
0: speak to this personally. I have a PS5 and an Xbox Series X. The launch titles are not, they're not shit. There's just not enough.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, but I kind of remember that being a thing back in the day. I don't know, maybe I'm making this up in my head, but I feel like you know, the consoles used to launch with a you know, usually a flagship game, yeah, and then a decent amount of like you know, launch titles that, yeah, they you had made some different titles, yeah, that were like, yeah, it's worth picking up the system now, yeah. But and I, I feel I, like that doesn't happen
0: today, like, you no, know, there's,
1: there's no game. it didn't game. happen with
0: the Xbox One either, yeah, like, yeah, you're right. It, I don't even think it happened with the PS4 to be honest. I think the PS4 had one launch title. I think the Xbox one
1: I don't even know if it had a launch title i don't I don't think it I, I kind of remember the one just kind of launching lacklusterly, essentially, just yeah. kind of like it arrived and it was just kind of there and then it, and we I got shit it, coming. <laughs> it, yeah it, it was kind of like, it kind of got glossed over because then then you know here we are with the uh, the new Xbox. What one what, Whatever. What's the new one called? 1S? S? Uh, the or, Series X or Series S? Okay, there you go. Yeah. And 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 yeah, the one just kind of got glossed over somehow.
0: Because I, yeah, you know,
1: I, I think back to like the, the three sixty and the PS three. It's like three sixty. Like, you know, it was like Call of Duty. Yeah, it had some solid Halo launches, man. 3, what, what, did it launch with Halo three?
0: No, Halo three came after, but it was uh, but it was, it was Call after. of Duty, and maybe it was Call of Duty two, or maybe just Call of Duty. It had a couple of like really yeah. solid titles. It was, it was, was worth getting deal. the system for.
1: Yeah, um, I, I, I kind of remember that. And PS3, I remember it had had a uh, couple handful. I think um, God of War, God of War. I think wasn't Killzone one of the early Killzone launch was titles. Was a launch title yeah, the Kill original two. Killzone?
0: Um, yeah, couple others. Yeah, no, but I I I feel what you're saying. But yeah, like we, like that
1: doesn't happen that much anymore. Like they can't launch really the doesn't. flagship I mean, launch with the <sighs> console launch anymore.
0: Like Nintendo, I think is the only one still doing that. Like, if I remember, Switch still had some solid launch titles.
1: Yeah, like Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo definitely falls in that category. Like, yeah, we want to make sure we have stuff for this. Yeah, we want to make it work for a while. It's like obviously, you know, it won't be a huge library, but yeah, they launch with a flagship, and then they'll have a few other titles. And sometimes, like the third parties will have you know their stuff, you know, kind of trailing a a month or two behind enough in time for like you know, especially if it like launches in the holiday season type of thing, which they usually do.
0: The only thing I'll say with the Series X, though, that I think it's the first time I haven't felt really like, ah, damn, I wish it had more titles, right. is just the features that it brought with it, Um, you know, the solid state drive, the super fast mm. load times, the enhancements to the games that, you know, were released or designed with it in mind, like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and the instant game switching, like, holy shit, it sounds so stupid to say, but like, that is such a game changer, literally, where it's like, oh, you know, I'm done playing Assassin's Creed. I'm going to go watch YouTube for a while. Oh, I think I'm going to go play, uh, you know, uh, Dirt 5 or whatever. And it literally picks up where I left off on Dirt 5. And then I go play another game after Dirt 5. And then I'm like, nah, I'm going to go back to Assassin's Creed, you know, three days later. And it picks up right where I left it off. Like, right.
1: sounds stupid, but that's a really solid feature. But, but I mean, it, it, like the other thing is like you know, with the Game Pass, even like you have a very um, vast back library, which 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 was definitely a thing of like probably the last two generations of consoles. Yeah, I was where, gonna say like there, there, was, there was no back on track. There was no back backwards compatibility or very minimal of like the previous generation. But yeah, with the Game Pass now, it's like you know they don't need to necessarily worry about backwards compatibility. Although you know, I get I think uh, you said the Series S does have some. Oh, it has it has a ton. You can yeah. you can play
0: three sixty so, games on it.
1: Okay. okay yeah. So perfect. Yeah, it's, so it's like yeah, you, it's so a you fucking can do that. solid
0: investment if you have a big. But, you know, I'm I'm glad I bought it because my Microsoft yeah. Digital Library is enough. You know, for a house extension,
1: right? Uh, and, financially, but if you don't have those games to begin with, you still have a decent back library. Where like, okay, you bought this console completely new. You don't have any back yeah. library. Games. Oh yeah. You now have access to a ton of stuff that you know you can then play on it alongside any of the new titles that are designed for it.
0: Yeah, and let's talk about that for a second. Because when when you're talking about Game Pass, uh, the first thing Microsoft has done in the past year, I'd say since the beginning of 2020, is they really went out and said, "Okay, what development houses really fit the kind of games we want to bring to this system?" Mm-hmm. They acquired Obsidian, so now you got Pillars of Eternity one and two on the Xbox, and those are solid role-playing games. And right. on top of that, on top of that. Because they are now a Microsoft-owned pub- you know, game house, and Microsoft is the publisher, any Microsoft-owned franchise comes to Game Pass. Yes. So it's like, now you have Obsidian Games on Game Pass. You have um, In Exile is now on Game Pass. They're the ones that did Wasteland 3 and mm-hmm. uh, Tides of Numenara. Uh, which is like the Planescape successor. Yeah, yeah. There is a solid backlog of titles now, and then you look at obviously I know we've talked about it on the show uh, a couple months ago. Like I remember it was a Monday, and it, it like it just dropped, and like I was talking to coworkers, we're like, "Holy shit!" Microsoft just bought Zenimax and Bethesda. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
1: and, and like, and that's that was the kicker. I, I forget when it dropped. I think it was just you know within the past two weeks. You know, like we knew it was coming.
0: Yeah. Just didn't know when.
1: But basically, they, they're kind of waiting like they they said they were zeroing in. I, we may have mentioned it on the on the last podcast or so. But basically, like they're zeroing in. They're kind of finalizing their last, you know, you know, oh legal side of things. And then all of a sudden it's like, boom, boom. All, everything's signed. Boom. Entire library available on, on Game Pass. It's like, holy shit, it's
0: ridiculous, <laughs> dude. Like they just loaded it up. And then let's 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 kind of fork off that path for a second. But then, you know, maybe it was six months to a year ago, they released the PC Game Pass. Mm -hmm. And if you get Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, you get both. And this was mm -hmm. like, I always imagined, I was like, would there ever be a Netflix for PC games? And because, you know, the piracy aspect of it, I never thought somebody would get it right, but they fucking nailed it. And, like, now you got all the Bethesda library that you can download on PC. Uh, Apparently, some of these games, like uh, The Evil Within, the Game Pass version... Is better than the Steam version for performance and other stuff. Like really? people were reviewing it the other day. They're like, this is the best version of this game and it's on Game Pass. Outstanding. And it's just, I'm telling you, like, they they it was a slow burn, but holy shit is Microsoft
1: killing it. And now yeah, I mean it's definitely like it, it's reached critical mass at this point. You know, I, I would be confident in saying like if you've not picked up Game Pass and you know, either you're I'll on the it. fence and or you know basically it's definitely for if you play a variety of games obviously if you only play one game and, yeah. and that, that's your favorite and that's the only one you play obviously this isn't for you but if you're into like playing a variety of games or you you frequently pick up games to to play on a regular basis like i'd say even you know you know one game a month type of thing game pass has now become like the thing to get like oh totally the the, like- the the library is going vast. They they do rotate stuff in and out, so there's yep. you know it's not like a permanent thing.
0: But they let you know it's it's where they I do. Think they 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 have a big heads up on Netflix. Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: the, the, yeah, yeah. Like Netflix is like, oh, it's gone, bye. <laughs> like I, like you have to like look up the information for when Netflix stuff is leaving. Yeah, there's like, literally
0: it, a category on Game Pass when you're looking like, for your soon. list. It'll say
1: leaving soon. Yeah, and you could buy it for cheap. Yeah. like yeah, it, it's like get it now. So yeah, and and at ten bucks for PC or I think it's fifteen right now for for ultimate both. right? for both, both yeah yeah, um, it's like I'd say either one is is well worth it. Uh, you know, if you're only PC, it's like save save a little bit of money. You know, do do the the ten bucks or whatever. But you know, it's like but yeah. if you have
0: an Xbox and a PC console Holy PC,
1: shit. yeah, go go for the ultimate. I mean, like, yeah, because
0: the libraries are different. There are different true. games that are on the PC version that are not on the Xbox version and vice versa um and
1: and even um like i I recently uh you know i say recently i i I got myself a christmas present way back (laughs) (laughs) a nice new tablet because like my other ones like just complain you know plain out broke but um it's a it's an android and so you know download the game pass i can actually play select games stadia style essentially through that oh you have the x cloud uh no, it's not the X. It's basically through the Xbox app, but oh no ba- shit! But you put it on via Android, and you don't download anything. So you're, you know, but you're you're basically streaming whatever the content is. And I tried it on a few titles, did a little Sea of Thieves. Um Basically, it works a lot better with like single player stuff. But it it worked. Almost perfectly. Like, you know, like I didn't encounter real any real issues with it. It was like, wow, this is actually pretty good. That's amazing. So you even have that capability. You know, again, depending on on what you're trying to play it on. Like, yeah, uh, I think it only works on like Android stuff right now. Um, That's I don't, super th- I don't think there's any though. iPhone support, uh, and I yeah. don't think you can do it on PC. I have to double check that. That's still super PC, awesome. PC will force you to, to basically download and install it. But yeah. yeah, but basically, yeah, you can you can stream the content uh, to at least your mobile device. Um, so again, another awesome point to to Game Pass, and, and like basically at this point, you know, the, I know there are the competitors like Ubisoft is on its own thing, I believe. Um, it is,
0: and it's it's okay. Like where where Ubisoft, I will say has like the advantage of having that if you like ubisoft games is their service you get like the ultimate collector's edition of every game sure so that's pretty solid like that's a tempting thing where it's like oh you get all the extra skins you get all the dlc you get all the expansions it's all part of your thing um and again if you like their library it's it's a good buy uh but again Going back to Game Pass, the big thing that dropped was it this week or last week? Now you got EA Play. Yeah, you got that, yeah EA games on <laughs> there now.
1: Is it every title or like I know like a lot of the major ones? The ones I was looking, I think Fallen Orders, now on there. So I wanted to check that out. Um, yeah,
0: fallen orders on there. Oh my god, if you haven't played that holy yeah, shit, yeah, you yeah. gotta well, go play that. I, I've
1: been like kinda like waiting. You know, once I heard the EA thing was coming, it's like, ooh, you know what? I, I'm just uh-huh. I'm just gonna wait. I'm gonna wait to see if it comes onto there. And if it's maybe not day one, maybe maybe a little bit later, and I'll I'll wait, you know. Oh, wait it's now. there. No, it's like day one. Yeah, give yes. me Yes, <laughs> and
0: get yourself uh, some PC Game Pass going and grab yourself the Command and Conquer remaster.
1: Oh, that's on oh, oh yeah, that is through EA, isn't it? That right? is not it its through EA and uh-huh. it is on
0: Oh, my God, God. is
1: it good. And th- and that's the kicker like they've amassed such a huge library and the fact that they've integrated with other studios EA well Bethesda I know you know was in the works and then there's like oh we learned like oh Microsoft is buying out Bethesda so it's like okay yeah, yeah. we get those anyway like Ubisoft is kind of like I- I'd say in its shadow various series I feel like right Microsoft now. is circling <laughs> like jaws <laughs>
0: Yeah right you all really want to keep doing this by yourselves or would yeah, you like, like to come aboard Come to the back of the boat it's cool back here <laughs> <laughs>
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's a matter of time i would think i i i I, I would agree like like i have a feeling like they'll try to go it on their own but it's like you know i don't know if like if ubisoft is just not biting whatever microsoft like i i would have to have a feeling that microsoft would have reached out to them and were like hey you can join in and it's gonna you know you know here you know, obviously they have to come yeah. to some kind of agreement of like it's okay, got to be a
0: money thing right yeah now. it's got
1: to be a money thing and and maybe that's why they are like you know what we're gonna we're gonna try our own thing and and do it yeah from, but the, but the biggest thing to me here is ea also was doing this but they decided you know I, I think they actually still have their service now i think about it but they integrated not only with steam but yeah now, they integrated
0: across the board because i had Good origin i, I yeah. had the service i got a year of it
1: yeah exactly and and so it's like now that they're doing all this integration like that's some serious props right there you, you can't know.
0: you can't beat it yeah like there's nothing out there right now
1: like i don't know how, how much ubi let, let me let me look it up ubi i think is 15 i think uh let's see. Uh, subscription service. There we go. Let's take a look here. Ubisoft
0: plus or something like that, whatever the fuck they
1: call it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course they're burying the, the price of it.
0: How much? Uh Ubisoft subscription price. What are they charging?
1: Uh let's see. Fourteen ninety nine, yeah. So yeah, yeah, so it's fifteen if, bucks, fifteen like bucks a month, which is the same price as the Ultimate, which is the PC and console library the Game Pass is doing. Like basically, if if, if it, you know, and I, and I do this with my my you know, I say my uh, the TV subscription service. So it's was like, I'll turn Netflix on and off, um, like Amazon, I keep running all the time because like you know, Amazon you know has, like, controls everything, but Netflix... Well, yeah, turn... you get
0: shipping and everything. You yes, get all you, kinds you of You get all, so- all
1: sorts of stuff. Yeah. Netflix, I'll turn on and off. Like, if I feel like I've gone through, like, most of the either the new stuff, or I've seen, you know, kind of what I need, I'll shut it back off, because it's like, okay, I don't need to be spending all that money just for, like, not watching it type of thing. Um... But, it, you know, in, we I I, you know, I feel like I've had this conversation on here before, but like other things like, you know, uh, like like CBS is access for like all the Star Trek stuff. It's like, yeah, I like Star Trek, but I'm not going to pay 15 bucks just to watch Star Trek. Like, you know, get it on a on a main service like, you know, either Netflix or Amazon and I'll watch it through there and I'll be much more pleased doing that than buying your own specific service just for that one thing. And I feel like that's what's happening with Ubisoft yeah. right now. And they need, it's a matter like, of they time. Need, they need to get on board. Get on board the Game Pass. <laughs> I,
0: I think they will. I, I think they're kind of a, a small fish in a big ocean at this point. Yeah. Microsoft just, they did it. They did it brilliantly. They planned it brilliantly. They were patient, and they acquired. They acquired stuff over time. I know a lot of people are pissed off at the potential for exclusive games that, you know, Phil Spencer said wouldn't happen. But I I remember even talking with Jeremy, and it was like, yeah, that's unrealistic. Even when he said that, it's like they're saying that because they don't have it. But the day is going to come when they do have it, and they're going to say, you know what? No. Like, if you want this, you got to play it on PC or Xbox. And, like, look, I get that that might suck, but it's one of those, you know... It's just how this shit works, man. Like, PlayStation has killed it with their exclusives for years, you know? But I do feel there is a turning of the tide. I feel like it's starting to tip, you know, Microsoft's way, especially with Bethesda, especially with the games that they have, you know, coming down the pipe right now uh, that are supposedly coming out, that there's no word on exclusivity. It might be a year. It might be total exclusivity. Who knows? But it's, it's... it's going to happen and it's just this this is the time to get in folks like there are some awesome games to play it's the netflix of games and they're nailing it man it's just great titles great additions all the time like they just added undertale this week undertale is a fantastic little indie game like there are so many games that i buy and then two weeks later end up on game pass and i just want to fucking smack myself <laughs> but they just seem to know the games to pick where it's like people yeah. want to play this and, and i and just get to, to your my point, wallet like, away.
1: they arrive in a timely fashion it's not like a case of like you know it's like oh the game comes out and maybe like a year later we'll see it you know kind of show up no they're arriving you know either close to launch day and or you know soon afterwards um like i mean uh you know and, you know obviously a lot of this you know the indie stuff was on their studio but like call of the sea um and uh, one of the other ones that i was playing is like they they launched on game pass and you know obviously they announced that last year with their 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 uh E3 uh session but it's like yeah like they have relevant stuff arriving and you know like again with all these other studios now incorporating you know there's there's not much left outside yeah, the the realm that's not going to be somehow encompassing is in again it's a fantastic time to get in on it like totally you know, it, it, like you said it's the dollars
0: worth hands down
1: yeah it's again especially if you're playing a variety of games if you and if you play one game of, at least one game a month you're you're fine like it's gonna more than pay for itself, uh, and and especially if you you know if you have kids or whatever it's like you know you'll have access to a ton of games so it's like it can cater to you know whatever genre that you're looking for more or less, and you know you know more or less save you a lot more money than you would buying all these individual games you know separately.
0: Yeah, it's it's awesome. I love it. Like it's it's my best investment mm-hmm. <laughs> aside mm-hmm. from my four hundred one k. Right, <laughs> but uh. But yeah, I, I will say... Uh, the baby's starting to cry again, so it's perfect oh, okay. timing. But this will, uh, I think, bring us to the end of the show. Um, I Again, hop on Game Pass. There's so much awesome on there right now. There's so much great stuff to play. Uh, I changed our game of the month, Curse of the, De- of the Dead Gods. I really want everyone to try this game for 20 bucks, man. It'll probably be on Game Pass <laughs> next week because I bought it. Um, But it is such a great game. It is such a solid game. You can get it on PC. You can get it on Xbox. I don't know if it's on PlayStation yet. Uh, I I could look. It it probably is. But it's such a solid game. Get it. Check it out. Um, We'll just go to, you know, shout out to everybody. Love y'all. Love the fans. Thank you, everybody, again, for all the, the, the thumbs up, reviews, feedback. We really appreciate it. Neil, thank you so much for thinking of us. We love you, and I can't wait to see what happens with Lockdown Con. If you want to reach us, hang out on tinycc savepoint on Facebook. Uh, you can email us theretrorents at gmail.com, uh, at theretrorents on Twitter, at retrorents al for me, at black excuse me at black eagle, <laughs> eagle Ops for Nick, and uh, just to uh, to. Again, wrap it up. We are kind of in the doldrums, but check out the stuff we talked about. But like, there's a, plenty of games out there to entertain
1: you. Like, totally, There's no man. no
0: lack of games to play. It's backlog time. Let's do this. And uh, until next time, have fun. Play games. Don't be dicks. And now I got to type Craig. Leave.
1: Peace out,
0: cast. Craig.